Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey everyone, Scott Hansen here from NFL Red Zone. I hope you're checking out one hour of Five Yard Rush, one of the best podcasts on NFL football in the UK. Hello and welcome to the Five Yard Dynasty Show. My name is Hannah and I am your host. Before we start, I've just got a couple of apologies to make. One is that I'm really sorry I'm coming down with a terrible cold. So I apologise for having to listen to my terrible cold voice. Um, and the other is, sorry we didn't have a show last week. I was away on a conference uh, with work and I wasn't able to record. But don't worry, we're back this week. I've got a pretty good show for you this week, something a little bit different, which I hope you'll enjoy. But I am going to start with our usual, which is the top scorers of the week for week 10. So looking at the quarterback position, Dak Prescott absolutely smashed it this week. He got 37.9 points. Justin Herbert came in second. He was, as I say, a little bit lower down with 28.4 points. But with that shootout uh, with the Detroit Lions, um, he did a pretty good showing. And then QB3 this week, Josh Dobbs. He is such a great story, isn't he, this season? He finished the week with 25.1 points. Looking at the running back position, Brian Robinson, Washington Commanders running back one this week with 27.7 PPR points. Jameer Gibbs, again, doing a really great uh, things. Even though David Montgomery's back, he finished as a running back two with 26.2 PPR points. And then looking at the running back three, Devin Singletree, he scored 23.1 PPR points. Moving on to the wide receiver position, a really high scoring position this week. Wide receiver one, Keenan Allen, 40.5 PPR points. So if you had that Herbert Allen stack, you were looking pretty pretty there. 
looking at the next two positions, so wide receiver two, CD Lamb, 39.5 PPR points. And uh, in a rare turn of events, wide receiver three, also from the Dallas Cowboys, Brandon Cooks, 32.3 PPR points. Again, if you had any form of Dallas stack, either a CD and a DAC or a CD and a Brandon Cooks, you were sitting pretty happy this week, looking pretty, pretty. Looking at the tight end position, tight end one, TJ Hawkinson, 30.4 PPR points. He was the beneficiary of Dobbs going off this week. Um, I'm doubt many people have had a Dobbs Hawkinson stock stack, but you never know. Tight end two, Trey McBride, 21.1 PPR points. Um, and then tight end three, George Kittle, 20.6 PPR points. Pretty high scoring uh tight end position this week actually is the running backs that uh, let uh, everything down really this week looking at the big news before we start on some different segments um there's not too many fancy relevant injuries the main i suppose one is uh, breaking news to sean watson is now out for the season following uh, surgery he's going to have for a fractured shoulder um Based on what they've said so far, it looks like the Browns are going to plan to start Dorian Thompson-Robinson this week. Um, I think, unfortunately, this is a bit of an arrow down for those skill position players, those pass catchers, um, because DTR did struggle in his first true NFL start when he played earlier this season. So I am a little bit worried for the wide receivers. Uh, Jerome Ford may be able to still do okay as a running back because they might go to the ground a little bit more. Same with Kareem Hunt. So I'm a little bit less concerned with those running backs, but the wide receivers um, and that tight end do make me a bit nervous until Dorian Thompson-Robinson can show that he can actually do anything in the NFL. The other kind of slight news is that Taylor Heineke suffered a hamstring injury, so it looks like they might turn back to Ridder as their starting QB. Um, the Falcons are actually on a bye this week, so um, I would be looking out for news as we start to head into week 12 and they come off that bye and just look and see who is going to be the quarterback starting there. Don't forget there's some more teams on a bye this week. So like I mentioned just then, the Atlanta Falcons, but we've also got the Colts, the Patriots and the Saints. Um, those teams don't have too many fantasy relevant players there. So hopefully it won't um, affect your teams too much. But there are a few guys in there that you'll certainly need to be looking to replace. So this week, I'm actually going to do something a little bit different. Rather than looking at our stock up and stock downs, I'm actually going to be looking at some trade targets. So in some leagues, trade deadlines are coming up. Now, I think typically uh, what I would prefer for Dynasty Leagues is that there is no trade deadline and you can trade all year round because you should be able to do that personally, I think, in a, in a Dynasty re League. It's a bit different to redraft, you know, where people can look to kind of uh, sell players but not get any benefit for those that aren't in the playoffs. But obviously with Dynasty, everybody has something to benefit. So there's no reason why you should have a trade deadline, really. But obviously, that's personal preference. So I thought this is a great opportunity to look at some trade targets. So we're going to split it up into what we consider a contender versus a rebuild. I mean, I know there's often some grey areas here. So I'm really focusing on those people that really feel that they are in contention or they know that they're starting to rebuild. I would think that um, at this point in time, there will certainly be some teams that know which side of the fence they sit on. So I'm going to start with your contenders. Now, before I start, I just want to say a little bit on trades, to be honest. Um, 
sometimes I think people think that trades really is um, a thing to win. So you want to get the best value or the better value compared to your trade partner. For me, I think you should be looking to trade and look at a trade that will benefit both sides because ultimately that will garner better relationships with um, teammates uh, in your leagues, which means that trades can be done in the future. And it will also mean that both of your teams will benefit and therefore, again, you'll be more successful with trades moving forward. Um, So I think it, it really does make a difference being able to look and able to benefit each side i think often people send these lopsided trades in the hope that people don't realize that these players are either good in fantasy or bad in fantasy and hope that they get passed through and sometimes this can have a detrimental effect um, with you and your league mates um, and it makes trading actually much harder so if you can find something that benefits mutually benefits everyone really makes a happier environment and it makes trading much easier So that would be my way to try and go about trading. Obviously, everybody has their own personal opinion. But I think if you can get mutual benefits for everyone, we're more likely to get things done and have a positive league environment. So if I am a contender, I want to highlight here these. I've picked three players that I would like to highlight that I think you could target and potentially more easily trade for. um, And also for those that should or hopefully could help your team take home that ship this year now i haven't mentioned the studs you know the dynasty studs like justin jefferson jamar chase aj brown i know jj's injured at the moment so he might not be wanting to look for him just yet but he should hopefully be coming back soon you could always go and chase these studs i'm not saying not to do that but i think you're going to struggle a little a little bit more to trade for them um because obviously rebuilding teams look to kind of build around these pieces and I think they're going to cost you more capital than the players that I have mentioned here as I say this is not an exhaustive list this is just three players that I think you could potentially look to trade for and could benefit your team without having to break the bank so the first guy I'm going to mention is Keenan Allen Allen is having a monster season He's actually currently the wide receiver two in PPR scoring on the season and he's averaging 23 points per game. His connection with Justin Herbert is clear to see and he's finished as the overall wide receiver one in three of the nine games that he has played. The Chargers, you know, they've gone a little bit off the boil and they're trying to get back into the playoff race at the moment and they're going to play like it. They're going to play like every game is a playoff game. The other thing to remember is that the defence is bad. They're giving up the the second most yards per game, only behind the Broncos. And so as a result, this offence is going to have to put up points to try and stay in these games. Therefore, Keenan Allen is going to stay busy. He is really the only reliable um, wide receiver that they've got on the team at the moment. So he's going to be a strong target for Justin Herbert. He's also an ageing wide receiver that I think a rebuilding team is probably going to look to want to move on from. They're not going to be someone who they're going to look to build around. You know, he isn't one of these young wide receivers that they want to build around. They're going to be wanting to move him on. And therefore, this makes trading for him hopefully more easy and also more likely than some of the studs that I mentioned earlier. For me personally, I will be happy paying a first for Keenan Allen on a contender because I think he could really contribute this year and he could probably help me 
get that ship and bring it home. The next guy I'm going to mention is Tyreek Hill. I don't think there's too much to say on Hill in terms of his talent. We know he is absolutely elite. I do think this trade might be a little bit more tricky than Keenan Allen. People, I still think, um, potentially want to kind of try and keep hold of Tyreek Hill on their teams. But I think he'd be easier to prize away from some teams than those like AJ Brown, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase. Um, but you'll likely need to send more than a first to get this done. Just to know, and one reason to remind you why you want him on your team this season, he's finished in the top five wide receivers in seven of the nine games that they've played so far. So, you know, this guy is truly elite and, of course, he's going to contribute to your team. So if you can go out and trade for him, if a rebuilder's got him on their team, I would be going out to send those offers and see if I can get him on onto my team. The next guy I'm going to mention is actually from the same team as Keenan Allen. That is Austin Eckler. So if you're looking for at the running back position rather than at a wide receiver and you don't want to spend up uh, for someone like a CMC, I think Eckler is a great alternative to have. Look, I know he missed time early in the season for this ankle injury. So overall on the season, he's actually not doing particularly well. I think he's currently running back 24 or something like that. But actually, if you start to look at him over the past three weeks, he's finished um, as the running back six, then the running back four and the running back four again. So he clearly has recovered from his ankle injury and he's putting up fantasy points again. As I mentioned with Keenan Allen, this D is going to force the offense to have to put up a lot of points. The other thing we need to mention is that, of course, Mike Williams and Josh Palmer are currently out both on IR, and Quinton Johnston is just not stepping up. So therefore, this team is going to have to rely on Keenan Allen and Austin Eckler as these main pieces in this offence to try and get things done. Therefore, we're going to put up fantasy points. So for me, if I'm looking for a running back or a wide receiver, those two Chargers players would be guys that I would be looking to target and see if I could get them onto my team. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So now I'm going to have a look at some of the rebuilding targets. Now, obviously, what you require from your rebuilding team is different from what a contender will want. So here you're probably looking to try and find pieces that you can build around. So typically these younger players who are going to be hopefully cornerstone pieces for your team. Obviously, you're going to be training likely with a contender. So a contender here is going to be looking for veterans that are going to be able to contribute to their team. So if you have some older veterans that you're looking to move on for, I'd be looking to package these up 
and try and pick up some of these pieces. So the first guy I'm going to mention is Jalen Waddell. He's really struggled with injuries this year and it's clearly affected his fantasy production. He's finished as a wide receiver three or worse in five of the nine games that they've played. We do know, though, that he's immensely talented. He finished as a wide receiver 14 and 15 in PPR leagues in his first two seasons in the NFL. So we know he can do it. He's finished as a wide receiver two twice. And this talent hasn't gone away. He will get healthy and he'll bounce back. And when he does, I think he's going to be a, a great benefit for you to have on your team. So, of course, a contender is going to be fed up with him because he's not putting up the points that we want. So this is your opportunity to reach out to that contender and say, look, I know Waddle isn't contributing for you. Why don't you look at these pieces that I have and see if you can get a trade done for Waddle? The next guy I'm going to mention, I think this is a guy that if I was a rebuilder, I would be really looking to target um, quite heavily at this time. That's Brees Hall. Look, we know how talented he is. You know, in Dynasty, he is one of the elites. But unfortunately, the Zach Wilson led Jets are letting him down. We know he's coming back from injury, but we've already seen this season that he can be elite. He's finished as a running back one in four of the games that he's played. But unfortunately, because of Zach Wilson leading the Jets at the moment, he is really inconsistent. In the past two weeks, he's finished as the running back 23 and the running back 26. And this isn't what a contender wants from likely their running back one on the team. So I think this is your chance. You know, if you want Bridges Hall on your team, this is your chance to look at trying to go out and get him. If you have someone like a CMC, an Austin Eckler, or potentially one of the players that I mentioned above, one of the other players, you might be able to package um, some veterans together and organise a deal to pick up Brees Hall. I think, as I say, if you want him on your team and he's currently on a contender, this is your best chance of picking him up and getting him onto your team. So again, I'd be looking to see, does a contender have Brees and can I go in, swoop in and try and pick him up for my team? Sticking with the Jets, I'm going to mention another talented player. It's Garrett Wilson. Again, he is also being let down by the Zach Wilson experiment whilst Aaron Rodgers is out from injury. But we know that Zach Wilson is not going to be on the team forever. And we saw the connection that Wilson had with Aaron Rodgers in that final preseason game that they played before, unfortunately, Rodgers had his accident. Um, and it just obviously we didn't get to see that connection come into fruition in the regular season. As a result, his best finish has actually been uh, wide receiver um, 13. Uh, otherwise, he's been a wide receiver three or worse all the rest of the time. And this is not what a contender wants on their team. But as I said before, the Wilson era will not last forever and Rogers should be back next season. And when that happens, Wilson should be able to showcase his talent once again. So, again, this is a buy opportunity. See if a contender has him on his on their team, his or her team, and see if you can go and package some veterans together and send them across and try and get Garrett Wilson. I don't think that you will regret it. So there we have it. There's three uh, players that I have for ta uh, trade targets for contenders and three trade targets that I have for rebuilders. I hope you found that useful. 
feel free to send me a message and let me know if you have any other trade targets that you potentially think we should be looking at and also if you send any trades out and get any offers let me know it would be great to see them so this week in rookie watch instead of looking at some of the weekly um, results that we've seen uh, with them I'm going to be looking back and having a look at who were the uh, first round picks in rookie drafts this off season. I'm looking at DLF Superflex rookie ADP data to look at that. And I'm going to reflect on what they've been doing over the past 10 weeks of the season. You know, look, we're just over halfway now. And I thought this would be a great time to review some of their performances so far. So this week, I'm going to look at the 101 to the 106. And then next week, I'll come back and do the second half of the first round, the 107 to the 112, just see how have they performing? Have they done what we expected from them? Or are they still developing? So looking at our rookie drafts from the offseason, the consensus 101 here was Bijan Robinson. He is an assumed supreme talent. And it, of course, he was touted as a generational running back. And it's clear that whenever he gets the ball in the rushing and the receiving game, he has talent and he can do things with that ball. The challenge that we've actually had this season is in getting the ball. Arthur Smith has been extremely conservative in his use of Bijan, particularly in the beginning half of the season. And for me, when you've got some sort of combination of Ridder and Heineke at quarterback, it doesn't really make sense that he's not using Bijan as much as we thought he would. He just hasn't had that workhorse role that we all expected him to have so far this season and obviously this has impacted on his fantasy performance and disappointing us because of the high expectations that we had but despite this the running back landscape is actually a total mess this season so he's currently running back nine on the season he has had over 20 ppr points but only in two games so far this season and actually it was in week one and week two Again, he's only had over 100 rushing yards twice this season in week two and week four. But things did start to look a bit more promising this week. Atlanta ran the ball more and Bijan was the beneficiary. He had 22 carries to Aldair's nine. So, look, we don't know what goes through Arthur Smith's head. So I wouldn't count on this being the trend moving forward. But I'm really keen to see more and see whether... Hopefully, Bijan will start to get a higher workload and therefore start to give us a bigger fantasy performance. I really don't think his problem is talent. His problem is usage. So hopefully, Arthur Smith will get his head together and start to use Bijan a little bit more. So the guy that everyone took at the 102 was Anthony Richardson. It was really disappointing and gutting that, of course, Richardson's rookie season was cut short by a shoulder injury. Up until that point, he really looked like the fantasy cheat code that we all hoped that he could be. In the two games that he managed to play in full, he finished as the quarterback two and the quarterback four. He really does look like a promising fantasy QB, but he has had multiple injuries already. So he really must learn to protect himself if he's going to have any longevity in the NFL. Despite being a raw prospect with very little college game experience, Richardson was an elite fantasy asset. Of course, missing the majority of his rookie season is going to have an effect on his development. But 
Hopefully when he's back next season, he'll continue to be able to put up elite fantasy numbers while developing his passing skills even further and hopefully therefore elevating him into the upper echelon of those elite quarterbacks. Really excited to see what um, Richardson can do moving forward. And it was really disappointing that unfortunately he couldn't play out his full rookie season. The 103, Bryce Young. It's safe to say that unfortunately Bryce Young has struggled so far this season. Um, And because he's been struggling, his fantasy value and performance has also struggled. He's currently the quarterback 28 on the season. His struggles haven't solely been his fault. Coaching has been poor. And of course, he doesn't have the weapons around him to help him develop. My biggest concern here is what is this doing to Young's confidence? I think that confidence is a massive part of the quarterback position. And I think so many quarterbacks that start life in the NFL in bad situations, they lose their confidence and then they struggle to perform. And it becomes a bit of a perpetuating cycle. We know that he has talent and we've seen the flashes in the NFL and he showed it in college. But can he overcome a difficult rookie year and can the team put pieces around him to help him develop? For me at this point, I think Young could go either way here. I think he could either bomb out of the NFL or we can gradually see some improvements as pieces are put around him and he adapts. But we're going to have to see how the team support him moving forward. So at the moment, unfortunately, Bryce Young is not performing for us. But I'm hoping that with the right support around him, he will start to develop. The 104 was CJ Stroud. Stroud has been an absolute revelation this season. He has been dealing all season and he's currently the quarterback seven on the season. He's overcome injuries to the offensive line and he's elevated a very average group of pass catchers. So I really think that Stroud has showed real promise so far in the games that he's played. He's finished as a top 12 quarterback in six of the nine games that he's played. And so far, he's looking like the best QB in the class, the most well-rounded, the most NFL-ready, as we say. If I took him at the 104 in rookie drafts this off-season, I would be absolutely ecstatic. So the 105, the guy that was typically taken here was Jameer Gibbs. People had really high expectations of Gibbs after he was selected 12th overall in the NFL draft. He did have a slow start to the season. I think they wanted to bring him on slowly and obviously Montgomery also looked on fire. So as a result, over the first four weeks, he finished as a running back 36, running back 19, 24 and 25. He then missed some time with injury, but when he returned, he returned to a backfield without Montgomery, who himself had sustained an injury. And that was when Gibbs really took off. He's had over five yards per carry in his last three games, nearly 300 rushing yards and over 100 receiving yards, as well as four touchdowns. Montgomery is back this week and I was really interested to see how this kind of backfield was going to play out. And it did become more of a timeshare as we expected, but both running backs got the work and they finished as top 12 uh, running backs, both of them this week. So I do think that both players can continue to be running back ones going forward. Um, And I'm really excited to see what Gibbs can do over the second half of the season. 
the guy taken at the 106, Jackson, Smith and Jigba. Um, he's had a relatively quiet rookie season so far. So he was the first wide receiver taken uh, in rookie drafts. The fantasy community was actually really excited to see him go to Seattle and see what he could do in this offense. Um, he was hopefully thought to have been more of like a complimentary piece to Metcalf and Lockett. And the expectation was that they were going to start to see more three wide receiver sets from Seattle this season. So historically, they've not played many of those. But the question was, do they not choose to use them because they haven't got the uh, wide receiver to do that? So now that they had JSN, the hope was that they'll start to use him more and he will see the field a lot and therefore be fantasy relevant. Unfortunately, he suffered a fractured risk in the preseason and this delayed his debut. And when he did actually debut, his playing time was much lower than expected. I do think based on the injury, Pete Carroll did want to ease him in. But since the bye week, his route participation has increased. He's now running routes on over 65% of his dropbacks and that's been in all of the games post the bye and then in three of those games he actually had over an 80% route participation he's had two wide receiver two games in that stretch but he doesn't really have any weekly fantasy consistency or relevancy what I would say about him is that if Metcalf or Lockett were to miss any time, then of course that would change and he would likely become fantasy relevant very quickly. So it was just really interesting, I thought, to have a look and see what have these rookies been up to so far? Have they lived up to expectations? Have we been a bit disappointed? Um, do we think that they're going to develop over the second half of the season? And I certainly think quite a few of these, if they're not fantasy relevant yet, may well be by the end of the season and those that are will likely be even more fantasy relevant so next week i'm going to go over the 107 to the 112 see where they are and what they've been doing i'm not going to talk anymore this week just because i have got a stinking cold and i don't want you to have to listen to my voice any further but next week we'll uh, have a look at the rest of the rookies and break down week 11 i hope you all uh, enjoyed the show and have a great week and until then, keep rushing. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.